Hey Marvel fans, I'm Paul Hills, sketch card artist for Upper Deck, and you are listening to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Hello everybody, my name is Ian Taylor and welcome to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, brought to you by, guess who? The Marvel Cards Fan Collective. Yes, and you're probably one of those people. An awesome community of card collectors and creators. And a few speculators and flippers, but what are you going to do? You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of this podcast. So come check us out. With me, as always, is my co-pilot in all things Marvel Cards. Knowing he's not a sports guy, I once told him of, of my love of American football in a long email message. Unfortunate punctuation errors meant that for years, he's been under the impression that Tom Brady owns six superb owls. It's Noin Rad. Wait, he doesn't own owls? Not in the not in the Harry Potter kind of sense, no. Ah, oh, that's bullshit. What is this, man? You're going to break this to me live on air? Now I'm devastated. Well, yeah. And you know what's so sad? I'm so not a sports person that I don't even understand the joke, really. <laughs> that's, like, what that that's what I was I hoping was for. I was like, for. I have no clue what <laughs> any of that meant. Uh, so, Super Bowls. Super okay. Owl. So if you move the space, it's just, just yeah, that's the <sighs> right audience. It's never good when you have to explain the joke, is it? No, Ian, it's not. Nope. Mm, no, no. Um, and the, and and so uh, the reason is our called... audience a bunch of people from Munchkin Land? Like what? <laughs> <laughs> no, Ian, we don't. I I kind of visualize it as and not Umpalumpus from the Tim Burton version, but Umpalumpus from the um. Oh God, dude. Um, from the um. Uh, what's his name? Gene Wilder version. There we go. Gene oh. Wilder. Um, I'm about to unleash Best. that movie on my daughter. I've just read of the book. It's scary, man. Uh, That's a scary book? movie, Willy Wonka. What the, what the, the, what the Gene Wilder scary. one? The Gene Wilder one? Yeah, man, the tunnel scene? That scene messed me up a little bit when I was a kid. You don't remember? No. It's been a long time since oh. I saw it. I think the last time the I was great was in my twenties, and I was on quite a lot of pot at the time. So I might have last. Mine was last night on acid, so I remember it. But maybe I'm remembering something else. You're still tripping, aren't you? Um, no. <laughs> what? So Get this microphone. I've got what. I've got no idea where I got to because we went on <laughs> such a time sideways. That was your fault. I had nothing yeah. to do with that. Well, well, hang on. Gene talking Wilder about and Owls and that, Willy Wonka. Before that, I know we were talking about um, sports. So um, the, the reason I say that is because as we record today, it's Super Bowl Sunday. So I'm guessing you'll not be watching the Super Bowl. That's what's going on. I was wondering what all the commotion was. I got the deal on chips at the grocery store, and that's the only reason today was special. But yes. Oh. I'm glad. I'm glad. It's, apparently, it's a big deal today too. I don't know why. I think the Super Bowl seems like like the teams this year seem as if they're a big deal. Someone described it to me as Yoda meeting the child or something. Uh, literally, yeah. So basically, listen. By the time people hear this episode, it will have gone one of two ways, and it'll be like hindsight is twenty twenty, and it'll be like, what are you guys talking about? But um, right. it's uh, so Tom Brady has won six Super Bowls now, 
with okay. uh, the New England Patriots. He left the oh. Patriots and he, he's just played the end of his first season with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Okay. Mm. On going to the Bucs, he he has the you know, first half of their season was was touch and go, but he seemed to find his rhythm, and such is his uh, skill as a quarterback and the way that that team has come together. In that he's now in another Super Bowl this evening, so yeah, his team oh. won their side of the thing. So so he is now in another Super Bowl, and the team they're playing are the Kansas City Chiefs, and it's Patrick Mahomes who's a young quarterback. He's twenty five. Tom Brady's forty three. So, you know, he's kind of playing but still playing well. Um, and Mahomes is 25 and he won the Super Bowl last year and he's incredible. Like, he's really good. He's the next kind of generation of quarterback. Wow. Uh, but Tom Brady is kind of regarded as the GOAT, you know, greatest of all time because right. of how many right. Super Not an actual won. GOAT, Not which I was very goat. confused about when I first heard it. No, no. That, I'm sure that there are some scenarios where you drop that acid and you'll 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 see a goat running see around. See a goat throwing uh, the football. There's one but, right behind you. Um, well, what color is his uniform now? Uh, red-ish, I think. Red, yeah. And what was the Patriot color? Blue. Mm. White with blue. In fact, I'll show you because we were going to talk about. That's so last season. I mean, so, I'm glad you switched over. Um, so sense. basically, this is this is t- so basically, I because I've been getting into my NFL cards, as you know. So that's oh that's, yes, that's Tom Brady in his NFL uh, Patriots uniform. Looks like Dan Marino. Cool, 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 cool. Um, in that he's a man and he's holding a football. That's probably as close as that goes because Tom Brady and Dan Marino don't look anything like I think I learned about football when I first watched Ace Ventura. I knew so you were going to go there. I knew you That's were as go far there. as my knowledge yeah. is. It's true. It's true. It's true. It is. It is. Um, you know what? That's not bad. And there's another, there's a Contenders 2019 Tom Brady card. You know what? I The more and more I see nice sports cards. cards, they really know how to design them. that. Like, I can't wait for Marvel to start doing more of these, like, bold designs because they're just yeah. so cool looking, Look, man. That's the previous year contender seven, that's season two. That looks right. sick, dude, with the ticket and everything yeah. like that. That's it's amazing. Really good. It's really good the way they do them. Um, and, you know, I mean, it is a never-ending quest collecting um, NFL cards because they make so many of them. Um, that's what I heard. But, yeah, I heard it's um, crazy. It is crazy, but you get really cool things like, you know, jerseys and signatures. Yes, I love those. They're really cool. I mean, that's a sticker. I saw something. I saw something on YouTube. It wasn't, I don't think it's NFL. It's Flawless. I don't know what it is. It is. A, it is. Um, it is um, NFL. I believe it's in other oh. sports, but it is um, NFL flawless. You can get perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was really cool. It's like really, high, really high end stuff. But oh, cars, really gorgeous, high. man. Yeah. Gorgeous, gorgeous pieces of yeah. car, cardboard. I've really got pretty. Cu- I've got a couple that are that scale. On the, I don't have any flawless. I've got some immaculate, and that's a pretty top end, um, uh, NFL brand. But anyway, folks aren't tuning in to hear about. Um, NFL cards, and no, I can't. I, I've got no idea where my immaculate card is. Oh, it's over there. So it's way out of reach. So I'm not going to go and get it. Hello, everybody. <laughs> hey, let's let's start talking to the audience. I suppose. Uh, welcome, folks. Yes. Um, so as you hear this, um, you will either be uh, happy that the Patriots won. Uh, the Patriots didn't win. Patriots were terrible this season. What am I talking about? Um, you will be happy that the Buccaneers won, or you'll be happy that Kansas City Chiefs won, or you'll just not give a flying monkeys so you know go bucks go bucks well it's florida so i figured you'd be more inclined to cheer for what the f- wait what buccaneers oh. is florida yeah tampa bay buccaneers 
Oh, Tampa Bay. I'm from Miami, baby. I know. All about the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean, Florida is a shithole. I mean, like Florida is like a massive place. I mean, it's it's you know, it's you know, yeah. Well, so's America. So's America. Well, I know that. I live here, mother. I'm just telling you that Florida (laughs) is a giant cesspool. Okay. It is a big state. And it's virtually everyone we know and have ever interviewed seems to come from What is that, by the way? Why it's is so everyone bizarre. from Florida? It's I've insane. I've got no idea. I've got no it's idea. It's insane. No, it's I mean, nuts. I'm not. I mean, I'm sure I'll do some family tree stuff and I'll find it. You probably are. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm the son of a gator. Um, but I, it's um, not Africa. That's the origin uh, of life. Uh, it's Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I quite like that idea, actually. Um, but... Um, but um, yeah, no, I watched the film last night. We watched the film. It's just new out on Amazon Prime because, you know, a lot of films are getting released on Amazon or Netflix now. Uh, yeah. Where yeah, they yeah. normally go to the cinema. And it was actually pretty good. Um, it's called Greenland. Um, and it's about. Oh, I haven't uh, seen that yet. Yeah. It's, well, it literally came out this week. And it's uh, Gerard Butler. This is Sparta. Gerard Butler. Um, and Marina Baccaran, who folks will know from Firefly and serenity but also this as, is firefly she doesn't say that but she I'm doesn't say that no 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 okay. uh, but she is uh, uh deadpool's squeeze in the deadpool movies as well so that's where you'll know her from oh she's really great i like yeah. her a lot yeah she's lovely uh, she's a truly beautiful actress um so she's in it as well and it's about a comet uh the the kind of going to do a near flyby of earth and then splits up and then pieces start to hit so kind of deep impact styley but it's mm. actually really good because it's it it focuses on what happens to them as a family as they're trying to that's nice i always like, prefer make a that. journey across america like disaster movies yeah. it's always better when you have like that it's kind really of focus good. yeah that's kind yeah. of yeah it's a really it's, yeah, it's a nice, nice film yeah recommended so <laughs> that's 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 ian's movie recommendation of the week folks there you go mm-hmm. um Let's let's talk about cards, baby. Let's talk about you and me. Let's talk about all the good things and the bad things. PMG. How's about that for a segue? That was nailed it. That was good. That, that was, was good. really impressive. That was good. Yeah. That was good. Right. Probably we... top five. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so PMG. PMG. PMGs. Because you, you said you were going to sell me something. Yes. Okay. So I, there's been a lot of cray cray going on in the hob hob. And I have. It's cray cray in the hob hob, baby. Cray cray in the hob hob. <laughs> it's going to be a segment on our show. Um, so I've been looking through my collection and looking through stuff and making sure I'm covered, which I'm sure everybody else is doing um, in terms of like making sure we're not missing anything before it's impossible to get anything. It, you know, prices will fall and all that good stuff, but at least, you know, just to make sure. The value of investment rate rise as well as fall. Yeah, as well as fall. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I was like, oh, next thing is going to be holograms and PMGs, I'm sure. So let me go ahead and make sure I'm locked in on both. Uh, even though I'm still missing the green surfer, which is just going to be painful to get. Which I did was able to get- Marvel Retro? Yeah, so 2013 yeah. Fleur Retro Marvel. 
So that was the first set that came out that really emulated the whole sports side of collecting uh, between parallels like jambalayas and TI-22s and acetate cards and all this intimidate cards, all this kind of cool stuff came out, including PMGs. Some people would argue that the Marvel Metal set from the 95 has the original PMGs, but I think the Precious Metal Gems is sports flare retro 2013 mm-hmm. anyway that was the first year which is why it's impossible to find these anyway fortunately a very nice person uh cracked a case and they had still in their possession a blue surfer which is numbered out of 50 so there's three color variants out of that set there's red blue and green red being 100 or 99 pretty much 99, i think it's 100 yeah. well I'll 99 check. will be 100 i think it's actually 100 not 99 how is it Oh, okay. Yeah. Isn't that weird? I'll look. Uh, the blue is uh, 50, which I'll double check. And then, of course, you have the 10, which is a nightmare to get, which are green. Anyway, they had the blue. They still had it. They showed me a picture of it, and it looked gorgeous. Oh. Primo gorgeous. And these don't show up for me. I never find them. So someone's has a, a full collection of surfers that they have multiples of, I'm sure. But anyway, I haven't been able to find them, and I've had this blue for a while. But when I saw their blue, it was beautiful. I mean, it was crisp. It looked good. So hopefully, and we'll know by the time the show airs, and I'll put a post about this on this little grading journey, I'm going to have a little grade journey and get this card graded. Um, nice. I have a lot of friends in the whole graded thing, and I've been wanting to do this for six months. I've told you about like... You know, I've been building up a little graded collection of surfers because before they weren't expensive. And yeah, anyway, so anyway, so I'm going to do it. I'm going to send this blue in. No, nice. see what happens from then. Yeah, I'm really excited. So Ooh. I'm getting my my homie graded gamer to help me out. Hey, Amanda, um, our friend of our show, um, who's just fantastic and always a good person. Amanda's so, a hero. Amanda's a rock star. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty excited about it, man, because I really love how pretty those cards are. So they I'm are really beautiful. looking forward. They're yeah. beautiful. So even if it's not a high grade, I'm it's still going to be in better condition than the one I have. So I'm happy regardless. But yeah, brings me to my next thing that I was going to share with everybody. By the way, before you go, I've just looked it up. Yes. It, it is to 100. Uh, red gems are it up is. to 100. Uh, blue gems are number to 50. And there green are number to 10. And I know the green is the one that you're still after. But from Fleer Retro yeah. 2013, that is the skinny. Yeah, it really does go to the number. Yeah, the Rittenhouse stuff did that too with the uh, Marvel Universe Chaos War, you know, all the Marvel Universe ones that had the variations to the diamond. Uh-huh. And they went all the way up too. Um, and then the numbers started changing. Now they're doing 99 and stuff like that. I wonder what, you know, what part of that is the change. Um, anyway, yeah, I think, I think I'm serious. I think I'm going to get the, the collection graded. Your existing collection, thing. yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think that's what's going to come down. I don't think I'll send the stuff that I can't have outside of my possession because I would be very nervous about losing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But I think I'm, I think I'm going to do a little archive of it graded. I don't know. It seems like it's the time and mm-hmm. I'm not really hunting down anything that's going to cost me crazy money. Yeah. And before the surfer comes back, which he will in a couple of years, I'm sure. You know what I mean? I'll have everything graded money spent money saved and ready to continue the hunt. Yeah. And, 
whenever he comes back. But yeah, this might just be that this might be my journey for the next year and a half or two years is just getting all my stuff graded. Yeah, I think I don't know. Well, I'm, I'm I, well, I, I don't I'm more than happy to buy cards that have already been graded, but I've got I've got mm. no interest or patience for going through the process myself. So, yeah, you know, which yeah. is why, you know, someone like Amanda, I would trust to say, you know, I've just busted this product and I've just you know, found this of your character. And I think it's going to grade pretty well. You know, are you interested in, you know, that kind of thing I'd be interested in, but otherwise I'm just like, you know what, someone's already got it and they stick it up on eBay. That's fine. But if they stick it up on eBay for $800, they can take a running jump into the nearest river. But um, that's a See, but that's what's going yeah. I know, so I know. Listen, I'll yeah. just wait until listen. It's a, I, I was once talking to someone who had, a, who had a kid around the same time as me um, and kind of my, this is kind of my current mindset about it because I've Otherwise, I'm going to go nuts. Is, <laughs> is he had a little baby girl, and you know, his baby girl, like that, like our baby girl, you know, she, she would cry a lot, you know, as, as babies do. And you know, there's different, there's different schools of thought on this. You know, some parents are very much the cry out kind of thing, um, which you know, we read studies on that says actually it causes quite a lot of stress and behavioral um, uh, issues in children, can do, you know, but. Um, but that was very much his school of thought. And I remember talking to him once and he goes, Oh, I don't know what to tell him, mate. I just, we just, we just, you know, shut the door and let it get on with it. So I'm kind of like, never mind, I'm just going to shut the door and let him get on with it. Um, but, um, but no, I, you know, and I, I would love to have a few, uh, a few more, um, uh, uh, cats, uh, graded, but, but you know what? I'm fine if I don't. Uh, I really am, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, you know I'm, I'm still chipping away at, at just acquiring them. And yeah, the like cat doesn't stop. You know what I mean? It's very yeah. different. Like, I, you know what I mean? It's not like I'm over here having to keep up with the the collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As, you know what I mean? It's a very different. Yeah. Um, from my perspective, very yeah. different over here than with a character that continues to continues to pop up ad nauseum. Yeah. Um, but there are um, there there is another parallel set that i'm going to go for i'll keep that on the dl for now until mm, smart um but uh, yeah smart, i do smart, no, smart, yeah smart. there is a there is a there is a like i said i'll just buy it when it's already graded but um but yeah um so i might do that i don't know but interesting on the on the pmg side of things yes i think it's already starting to get a bit a bit frisky with it but i think that's more people optimistically pricing stuff um, I'm not sure how much of that is actually well. Certainly on the non-graded side of things, anyway. Uh, there's quite a few non-graded PMGs that are being floated out there at high prices. And, and interestingly speaking, the, the the really top end stuff isn't isn't so far kind of moving from what I've seen. But but some of the stuff that was kind of in that I'm thinking Fleer Ultra Spider Man, which is a pretty good example oh, yeah. of oh, of, yeah. of um, character spread of not so popular characters, but then super popular characters, not a massive amount in between on that one um so um but yeah there's definitely been a nudge up on that um i pulled a red wolverine pmg from flare ultra spider-man on apac um last week um and you know what because because i know the red is so utterly stunning in that set you know i'm i'm half half a mind to actually keep it myself um because it is pretty man i i like pmgs a lot it's just amazing, um, but but Cat has had PMGs in Fleer Ultra Spider Man, but there's only one other set she's kind of been in on that front, and I'm not even they weren't even called PMGs, but Marvel Gems had a similar thing going on. 
um, in that it looks similar in that the, the coloring and the framing, but they weren't called mm. PMGs. Um, they were just uh, one, one of the inserts, and I believe they were called. One moment, let me get it up on my screen. Uh, I will check the computer. Computer. The computer. Computer. What were these called? I'm scrolling down. I can't. I can't bloody find it now. Where is it? Yeah, and just so people know, while Ian's looking for that, you know, the whole PMG thing and all that stuff is like, you know, the reason, you know, you know, you, you when you're in the card game for long enough, actually, there was a post today. I think you, I think you read about it, Ian. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. some, you know, there's been a lot of posts recently about people asking, okay, what's the rarest Marvel card? What's this? You know, what should I be hunting and all this stuff? You know, and people are trying to figure out the game. And, you know, I think a couple of things about that is, you know, unless you've been in the game for a while, you know what's already, you know, what you, yeah. what you, what you could grab, what's nice to grab, yeah. what's, yeah. you know, out there more, more, uh, more available to you. Um, you know, sports people like PMG stuff. Everything's about refractors and chrome and all this other stuff on the sports side. So that's the only reason I'm doing this now is to avoid any of that mm. later on, mm. just because it seems to be like, you know, our hobby is growing and bringing in quite a few collectors who have been in the world for a while on the sports side. Oh yeah. So, um, so on Marvel Gems, the reason I'm struggling to find it is because the base cards, <laughs> it's actually the base card. So that the, oh. the base has got um, just the regular base is numbered to two, two, five. And that's the one I don't mm. have, actually. Um, then you've got the ruby, which is kind of the red. Um, that's to 99. I've got that. Uh, the sapphire, number to 25. So that's kind of the blue. It's a very nice blue as well. Uh, number to 25. And then the topaz, which is actually looks topaz. gold when you look at it. Yeah, I don't know why they've got these that's crazy pretty. names. Because I'm looking at it, and it's red, blue, and gold. Uh, topaz, my ass. Well, the, um, the names are for gems. I suppose they are. Yes, you're correct, Norin. But I, I, how silly of me for missing that that, that, con- like that. that conceit. I'm so sorry. No, you are correct. Topaz. It's like it's like those paint colour books you get, and they're they're all this like wisteria morning, and and uh, oh yeah, heavy smokers handkerchief yellow, and you know, things like that. It's just heavy like, smokers handkerchief yellow. Ridiculous. I love that. It's the most ridiculous oh God, names of colours. It's not that. ruby sapphire and topaz. It's red blue and gold get over yourself anyway but i i like what they're doing there anyway um, red glitter so, sprinkled in the yellow handkerchief smoker pack that's that, great that'll do, that. that'll do us so Sorry. um and um but the weird thing with marvel gems actually this is this is a, a tangent is that on the two most limited ones the 25 and the 10 the actual mm. the card looks the same but the image of the character is different front and back love that so it's really confusing so for the longest time i was looking at it thinking well where's the 99 of that image and where's the 25 and the 10 of that image and i was looking at it for the longest time and i've got two of the plates as well and they're of the more popular 225 and 99 mm. uh, character image so it's, it's most bizarre it's really odd but they would have needed a different printing plate for the 25 and the 10 versions yeah, so, so I've never seen it. I don't even four. know if it's been if it was in the product. 
bizarre. Anyway. I don't know. Either. I love the variant. I think that's a, I mean, honestly, you know, when you get to the lower parallels and stuff like that, having them be different art, I think it's actually really cool, man. Cause it's not just like a foil yeah. change. It's an actual card yeah. change, which is really, it is confusing though. You know, I like, do up. wish, I do wish these checklists were a little more transparent. They have been recently because of EPAC. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Cause you have a place where you can go see them, but I do like the transparency more because it is kind of a aggravating thing for collectors to figure out all the ins and outs. Oh, it's just a waste of time. So, you know, which is why I think checklist about, cards have been be nice to see a comeback for example. Check, man, checklist cards are the best. Yeah. But speaking about cards that are hard to find and difficult to locate because they're not listed, promo cards. Promo cards. Promo cards. Um, nice segue. Nice segue. Thank you. Smoothly done. Smoothly done. <gasps> Ooh, I have something to show you on the segue for promo cards. Oh, Holy hell. Yeah. This is perfect timing. Oh, okay, uh, you ready? Always. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, um, promo cards. So, let's go and travel back to 1990. Okay. Marvel <laughs> Universe. <laughs> and Black We're Box is playing on the radio. Oh, yeah. Oh, I love Black just Box. getting started. And it is 1990. I was 17 years old. <laughs> oh, shit. How old was I? Oh, wow. I was five. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Let's move well, on. Who's that? Yeah. Going back to the 2000s. Can't do this anymore. Um, so, um, promo cards, right? So, for promo cards, so 1990s happened. And before 1990, and this is something I want to talk about, too, a little bit as we go into promos, mm. the cards that were coming out were from comic images. Yeah. And those cards did not feature original art, not even the 1966. What they actually were were uh, stenciled, printed from existing images from Marvel, and then colored. Um, and there would be a full sheet, all card size, beautifully covered. I've seen some of the production pieces from a from a friend collector, and they're actually just colored, and they're beautiful. I mean, the colors are still vibrant on those wow. pieces, um, and they're gorgeous. I'm mean, gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous pieces. But it wasn't until like we learned from Bob Budiansky mm. that in 1990 they said, well, we should have original art, and we should have art from people who are professional comic book artists. So, and ones that are working on the characters as of now. Yeah. And that's what they tried to do for the most part of the 1990s, which is probably why the 1990 set is becoming so popular and everyone's the Marvel Universe forward and, series one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're considering it to be, you know, the rookie cards, which I, I agree with. I think that makes a lot of sense to, to look at those cards as special cards, because that's the first time we solidify everything that Marvel cards have become. Right. The power meters, the fun facts, the bios, the profile pictures, you know, featuring art from comic book creators and, you know, all that kind of good stuff. Anyway, well, what they had to do in the 90s to do this is they had a magazine. Ian, what's the name of the magazine that they did to feature these cards for the first time? Previews. Oh, look at Ian with the save. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna say Wizard, but I'm not. I think Wizard started. Oh, I love Wizard. When did Wizard, Wizard was later? Wizard started ninety two. I want to say no, ninety one. Ninety five. No, 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 no. It started earlier than was that. Was that too late? No, issue thirteen of Wizard had a Marvel masterpieces ninety two promo in, so it must have started in ninety one. I think you're right. 
So previews was right before Wizards. We're going to run with that. And so previews was kind of like a phone book size thing that comic yes. book retailers would look through to order the product coming out in three months' time, effectively speaking. So no one is now holding up for me a copy of previews from... This is August 1990. Marvellous. So there are no cards in the issue August 1990 of previews. Okay. But we move in a month. August, September. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell anybody, but sometimes I forget the months of the year. Here we go. That's all right. September 1990. Nice, with a lovely J.R.R. Tolkien Hobbit on the front. Lovely. Perfect holiday book. All right. Do I need to get an eBay open to snap it up before we release the episode? (laughs) Why do you think I did this? Oh, all right, what's in I there, ordered baby? this three days ago because <laughs> I didn't want to miss out. What's in and there? here we go. So we got these beautiful yellow pages. Oh, gorgeousness. Oh, did I pass it? You oh, did. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Is oh, that still the... in there? Oh, 1994 cut sheet featuring nice. the diamond in nice. the back. Nice. Showing that they are diamond exclusive promos of Marvel and Universe one, 1990. Of Marvel 1990, Marvel Universe, and this is September 1990, and the cards that are featured in here are Magneto, X-Men, Amazing Fantasy, Spider-Man, Most Valuable Comic Book Insert, and the team picture for Fantastic Four. And that's exactly the one I'm holding up with the diamond so logo the on one, the back. So this is, this is important. So the yes. one that Ian is holding is actually something that did not come in the magazine. It's not perforated. It's not perforated. So there are two versions of this. And the reason there are actual two versions of this is because one was cut very differently than the other. So the one, the magazines are kind of off-centered, off-cut. The ones that Ian have, which I don't know where those came from. Well, I got these from you. You sold me this well, yeah. a few years back. Yeah, I don't know where they come from originally. I don't know if it was a con thing, if they released them in the cases. I don't know. Hmm. We'll find hmm. out. We'll we should have out. asked Uncle Bob. Let me have a Shit. look at... Um, should have asked Uncle Bob. Let me look. <laughs> if only we had a time machine. Uh, or indeed the ability to uh, ask him that via email. Um, let me go to Marvel Universe 1990 Series 1 on Jeff Allender's House of Checklists. That's see if it gives these. me any indication. It just says previews. It doesn't give exactly. you any... Ah. Uh, oh. Ah. Uh, Ah, ooh, interesting. Ah. Right. So there's four card pr- panels that were in previews. There's five different ones. And yep. they were in September 1990, October 1990, November 1990, ooh. January 91. And then mm-hmm. the last one doesn't say what issue it was in. So there's actually four issues of previews that have these in. Yes, there is. Okay. Yes, there is. And then separate to that, there's promo cards. And it says there's 20 different diamond logo. Um, so it's got yeah. So like the tricky thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I have a buddy. There's loads who I can't say his name because you don't know him. Very quiet guy. Oh, okay. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> um, but he told me that the ones that have the diamond in the back that are loose, like you have yours, yeah, those are just simply cut from those four up sheets. Apparently. I don't know if that's true. 
because there are, a, anyway, yes, I don't know if that comes from those four up sheets or what, or if those were handed out, I'm not sure. But yes, so I have September, October, and of course, the one that's important for my collection, November. Yeah. Nice. Doo, 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 doo. Very but nice. I thought this would be, this just came in. So this worked out beautifully for us. These, but. these are awesome. I love them. I really do love them. Um, they're nice. They're really cool. They're nice. They're nice things. This is what I like about. So way back on it, issue, issue one, we should call our episodes issues, you know, uh, way back on episode <gasps> one. No, <laughs> I think we've missed a trick mm. by now. Um, but um, way back on episode one, I said that I wanted to do an episode called In Defense of Promos. Uh, yes. Why do promos need defending? I hear you cry. Why do promos need defending? Yeah? Well, I'll tell you, audience, it's like this, uh, my little Oompa Loompa friends. It is because <laughs> over the last five years, there's been a steady decline in the number of promos that are issued by the... Um, people who make the trading cards which at the moment is 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 upper deck um and i i know i i know that it's a a specific department within the you know the the setup that they've got at upper deck and i don't think we've spoken to anyone from that team yet who kind of make the decisions as to okay well, you know how are we going to promote the set how are we going to release it you know what we're going to do in terms of promotional materials for it um and i i'm just curious to know why they chose to stop making promo cards for a lot of the sets that come out. Now, I guess the biggest, I'm going to try and speculate on the reasons for that. Oh boy. I guess the first thing is um, back in the nineties and even the noughties, card distribution worked in a very, very different way. You know, EPAC now own their own distribution mechanism in, in EPAC. You know, they can take the physical products, not have to pay for, production of the boxes not have to pay for production of the wrappers and just put it for sale on epac on their online store um which uh which i get and you know that's got to be a, a quite cost effective way of doing things i would imagine in some ways um but um back in the 90s you didn't have that i mean you didn't even have the internet we've spoken to people where they used to fax images of cards back to each other or mail them to each other mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. say what they had and they circle them and then mail them back kind of thing because you couldn't take a photo and email it to someone you know you couldn't take a photo and send it to anyone instantly unless you had a polaroid you'd have to go and get the film developed you'd have to wait until he'd used up all the photos on that film yep. then go and get it developed so you know you, you forget how much of this 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 modern digital age and these beautiful smartphones that we have shortcut the process um but um but yeah. back then and even even in the last up until 2020 obviously because then cons stopped uh, as did almost every mass gathering of, of human beings apart from maybe washington dc on january the 6th 2021 um the <laughs> the cons you know people would make different promos for different cons so i remember with uh mm -hmm. Inkworks, for example, lost season one. There were probably about 15 different promos for season one set. There were some that were available only in previews. There were some that were available only at a con, like Philadelphia con. There were some that were available only at San Diego, one that was only con, etc. And you had a similar thing from a lot of the Inkworks sets. And Rittenhouse did a similar thing. You know, you look at the card numbers and there'll be promo yeah. SDCC for a lot of the Rittenhouse Marvel sets. Mm. Um, 
and even you know as recently as uh, masterpieces 2016 you know i only had two promo cards one of them went in non-sport update um i can't that's right where the other one went off the top of my head but there was one with hulk which was in nsu non-sport and update. one with yeah and the other one was and then the other one was spider-man right and yes i'm trying to think where that went i could quite happily look on the website that i'm looking at right now and find out so i'll do that i was looking for you uh, um i'm right here Dave. yes to look far um Oh. Where, where was that distributed? Why have I forgotten that from my brain? It was released at the Philly non-sports card show. I thought so. So, um, and even then they were done, they were, <laughs> they were done back in 2014 because they said releasing November, 2014 on them. Um, so that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's going back away. Um, since then, there have been very few Marvel sets that have had promos. Um, there was one for Masterpieces 2020 that went in non-sport update, which was of the Dave Palumbo Wolverine image that was on the holofoil. Oh, yeah. That yeah, was actually yeah. quite nice to see that not on the holofoil. That that yeah. image and it was yeah it was a thin card it wasn't thick produced at all it had a smooth picture of Dave on the back oh um, smooth and it was nice so I bought I bought two copies of that NSU one to have the promo loose and one to have a sealed copy of the magazine to go in with my masterpieces 2020 set right um, so I've got those and, and all is tickety boo but apart from that not much else and I I guess I get with 2020 that you wouldn't you know be making them as such but. I still, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I just feel it's a bit sad that they don't get made anymore. Um, yeah. Because they're always a nice extra thing to chase, mainly because, you know, they might have been released for all these conventions that I've just mentioned from those Rittenhouse and Inkwork sets. Doesn't mean to say I was able to go to any of those cons to get them. Right. And that that is part of the joy of the hunt. You know, I, this I, is true. I love going on to, um, I don't love, you know, I'd much rather go to San Diego Comic-Con, but, you know, logging on to eBay in the days after San Diego Comic-Con to pick up any cards that Upper Deck made to be released specifically at San Diego Comic-Con, be they cards or prints or posters or gallery promo books, you know, I've got a number of those from the last few years, um, is always a really nice treat and an extra little chase. You know, it's not much of a chase. You go on eBay, find a price you like, you click a button and it shows up at your house. But it's still, you know, it's still something else and you've got to go through a process yeah. to get it, you know. Um, and so, you know, that's what I love about a lot of these 90s sets. And, you know, nostalgia's not what it used to be. But I do love looking. I do love looking for them. I do love owning them. You know, there's, there's Marvel Masterpieces 94 had a number of um, uncut promo sheets that were available in different areas. And there's some of them had perforation down the side because they were in magazines and some of them were produced without perforation. So, you know, there's, there's, there's another element of the chase there as well. It's like, <laughs> I think they look great in a binder too. And they look you know what amazing. I mean? like, they yeah. Look I mean, amazing. Oh, and I've got them. I here. love those case toppers. That would also be promos. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or those like, um, those five by sevens are a little bit larger. Mm-hmm. You know, they just, they fit nice in a binder. They're a nice display. You know, I think that'd be kind of a cool thing for upper deck is to do like a promo five by seven of the box art yeah. for an EPAC release only. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that would be really cool. And, 
like first hundred people or first thousand people to buy a pack. Yeah, you know what I mean? Get like a it, PDF. Yeah, don't make it too or something. You know, just don't because do, that kind of defeats the object of it. I guess I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but the thing is, promos, you know, these, I'm holding up now a, a four-card promo from Masterpieces Night 4. You know, they weren't produced in limited quantities. There's, there's a lot of them out there. They're beautiful. And they are absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, um, but having a, as an extra thing, um, you know, just, just doing some of these four-up sheets or nine-up sheets, again, can you imagine with some of the cards that... Wouldn't it be beautiful, for example, for a premium stock like um, uh, a Fleer Ultra Spider-Man or um, a Masterpieces set to be able to get a four-up or a nine-up promo sheet on that thickness of stock? Wouldn't that be an astonishing piece? And then on the back, you know, not the card backs because it's, you know, it's a proper kind of advert for it, if you like. Mm -hmm. Um, that would be astonishing. You know, uh, I'm kind of thinking now, if, if for the 30th anniversary Masterpieces set that we are hoping might come out in, in 2022, um, mm-hmm. you know, those adverts, a great artist puts a soul into his work. Yes. It would be nice to get those as an oversized promo card just in and of itself. Absolutely. That kind of thing would be, would be astonishing. You know, um, hearkening back to the um, 92 set. So I think I think promos are kind of like a, a bit of a lost, I wouldn't say lost art. Uh, there's, 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 there's clearly been a decision taken to not make them. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think it's, a, it's a real lost element of collectability there. Um, and it doesn't have to be released as a promo. You can release some of these uncut four-up, nine-up sheets or whatever they may be um, mm-hmm. as some form of um, incentive, as you mentioned. Or they can be a box topper or a case topper. Yep. You know, there's so many different things you can do with it. Let me just So many different options to have that. Back. It's just a great way to – yeah. It is. It is. Really is. Um, and I just, I just, you know, non-sport update. You know, I do. I do like it um, as a magazine, and it has. It's come on. You know, it's. It had a. It had did have a bit of a bit of a uh, an update and a revamp when when Beckett took it over. It was. Um, I'd stopped buying it at that point because I I was. I kind of, you know, I, I I did step away from the hobby for for a few years in the kind of, you know, t- 2013, 2014. And, you know, kind of came back to it with with masterpieces in twenty sixteen, and and uh, so I stopped right. buying NSU for for a while. Um, but then, you know, coming back to it um, in the last year or so, um, very much enjoy it. Uh, and very much enjoy looking at it. And I know all newspapers and all print media has to struggle these days, given, you know, online is where it's at for a lot of people. But, you know, they're still doing it. They're still releasing the magazine. And I still think, you know, that what... I actually think it's a real missed opportunity that there there wasn't a Marvel Ages promo in an SU or a Marvel anime promo card. I'd love a Marvel anime promo card with yeah, that picture of Peach I think it'd on the be back. Really cool. It'd yeah. Be cool. And I'm not saying that's the only avenue to release it, um, but um, but I guess it, it all tie. I guess the whole thing about promo cards is they all tie into the distribution. You know, some went to comic shops, some went to hobby stores. You know, so they're they're even UK only ones. <laughs> Yeah. I think also too, like we've seen uh, Upper Deck do a few promo cards for um, cons. You know, and then the pandemic hit. Like, I felt like it was yeah. kind of slowly growing 
to being something pretty amazing um, and coming back and kind of giving back that kind of um, a special preview, right? Mm. Of everything that's going mm. on, but it, it kind of slowly stopped a little bit. Yeah. I, mean, there was, yeah. I mean, there was one. Something from, to think about. It is. And I just, I just missed them. I think, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm still chasing mm. them on all the older sets. You know, there's still plenty out right. there to get. Um, but, um, I mean, there was one, for example, did you know, uh, my, my learned friend, um, that there I was a here. promo card from Premiere 2012? Yes, I did. Premiere set, because I have it right here. And it's, it's kind of quite bizarre, but there you go. No, sorry, Premiere 2014, what we're talking about. Premiere 2014. Wow. And it's just a, it's, it's, it's an odd, because cool it's kind of done, you know, it's normal card size, but it looks like it's got that hinge down the middle. Um, and yeah, it's, it's summer 2014. It's God, interesting. Um, Something so great about a promo card. It just, is. Oh. They're lovely. Um, I don't mm. believe I own any other promo cards. I don't think any of the other sets did them. Uh, but, you know, Marvel Beginnings would have been a beautiful set to have a promo from, for example. Um, mm-hmm. You could do, I mean, good grief. You could do an astonishingly right. clever promo card for Black Diamond, for example. But where would Black you release Diamonds. it? How would it go? Would it be a mailing yeah. thing? You know, don't, you know, I, I always say, we always say this in marketing. You know, a lot of people went moved to email marketing and stopped doing direct mail marketing. Um, mm-hmm. Which is why when I do get a piece of direct mail now, it's usually a quite refreshing and it's quite a nice change, and it be it holds more attention because people tend to do it in a better way. To because you know n- not everyone does it anymore. Um, but I think it's you know having a mailing promo card, mm-hmm. which I think mm-hmm. Rittenhouse still do. Um, is maybe is I feel idea. like you're right on that. No, they do. Rittenhouse still do mailing promos. They must to the website. You can do wow. Star Trek. Um, because I believe, they've huh. still, yeah, they've still got the Star Trek license. So, um, I think they've been doing the Discovery sets, and I think they've got a Picard set coming out soon. I saw that. That's have, what I saw. I knew there you, was something I saw. Right. Let's have a slight segue then. Have you gotten any further with Picard? Because you were going to watch. You know what? No, I lost interest. Oh. I I know I'm a horrible person. I I've I've lost interest a little bit on on the Picard front because it just felt very. <laughs> Actiony, and not a lot of like. I don't know. I'm talking out of my. You know, I've only seen two, two, two episodes. episodes. Yeah, yeah. But you said that you stopped because you were going back and watching, rewatching all of DS9 and rewatching. I did see everything, so I saw oh. deep spit. Yeah, I saw everything. So, well, oh wow, you know, oh, that's where so you've been. I've seen. Yeah, I, yeah. No, no, no. So, <laughs> I've seen all the original Star Trek. The you know the first series with Kirk and and Spock and all that good stuff and then I did Next Generation finished that oh, so good I loved Next Generation and then um, I went to Deep Space Nine and then I really fell in love with Deep Space Nine because I loved how we were on that station more and storylines mm-hmm. were bridging across series mm-hmm. and and seasons I mean which was really lovely yeah and then when they kill off my 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 favorite um um the trill oh my god what's her name jazzy dax jazzy dax oh god i love her she was so much fun and then she married wharf which is cool and that was really yeah. fun 
And then they killed her off because they were the makers of that show. One particular maker of that show was brutal. It was horrible to her. Horrible, horrible to her. Really? So she left, rightfully so. The actress and was then very were, foul, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. And she was replaced by an actress called Nicole DeBoer. Right. I watched a couple of those seven. episodes. We looked good, but like so much of the tone had changed from that set from that series at that point so I, I let that one go and then i had started discovery and i was like eh. and then i went into picard and i was excited because i love, love me picard me. please tell me you got through season one of discovery i got through season one of discovery but i don't you know i don't know i don't know oh, i don't know i'll have to give it another shot but i've kind of i've yeah nah. I, I i got a little far away from it um and I got into something else a little bit. I got Did into you get a little galaxy far, far away from it. Far, far gal- galaxy yeah. far. Yeah, that's that's right. That's probably around the time where yeah. I got sucked into I was Mando. Say, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got sucked into Mando. And then I started. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. So, yeah, yeah I was watching that and I got sucked into Mando. True yep, Detective is awesome. Out. True season Detective three. Awesome. I finished season three. It's season so, three is brilliant. I, you know, a lot of people slate season two. We loved season two. <laughs> I haven't seen the Vince Vaughn one. Yeah. I, the one. I, I saw Vince the first Vaughn, one. It, it, it's I have got to a, watch the Colin Farrell Vince Vaughn. It's got a deeply unsatisfactory end to it. That's what is, everybody keeps it, telling me. But it is, it's astonishing, but it, it, it kind of doesn't, it plants lots of good seeds, but then it doesn't, they, they don't come to fruition, whereas season three is deeply satisfying. Season one is deeply mm-hmm. satisfying. Um, yeah. and so we've just started watching Fargo season four and two episodes in. I have to do Fargo. Amazing. Yeah, I have to do um, Fargo. So, uh, is that yeah. the one Chris Rock is in? Yes. That season? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, of course. Noah Hawley is just, wow. Well, direct my wedding video, sir. Um, it's brilliant. Yeah, I have to watch um, that. Damn. But, um, promos. I, I, Listen, I you know, I often, I'm I'm sure that yeah, there's two schools of thoughts to this. I'm often going on about okay, don't discard things that collectors know and find comforting. And you guess you could look at that and say, well, okay, yes, but we're not just tailoring to the old collectors from the '90s. We're tailoring to to, to all sorts of people. I was like, yes, but um, a lot of those people who are the ones who now have the disposable income that they're spending a lot of money on. Um, so you know, the lack of binders, the, the cards that won't fit neatly into nine nine car pages you know promos you know things like that that just round out the experience for an awful lot of collectors not all of them you know not all of them by any stretch of the imagination there's an awful lot of collectors who don't give a flying monkey's bottom about any of the stuff i've just said and and that's absolutely fine um but that's the beauty of it you know there's there's a lot of collectors who go after um these sets who are like yeah i don't want to i don't want to collect the promos that's fine I think you're right, though. I think you nailed, you, you nailed it, though, right? I think there is an experience you have to acknowledge when making cards, right? And I think that there's something to be said about being aware of what are some of the motions that happen for collectors when we get into a set. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. And for me, you know, looking at what the 90s was compared to what it is for, um, you know, now, you know, in 90s, I remember going to card shops and stuff like that and them having promos on the table. 
You know what I mean? On the, mm. when you go to check out and you can grab it similar to like comic books, have those like newspaper things or whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah like the previous sheets or whatever. So I remember that being where you could grab one or two or waiting for a product to open and you'd have that experience. Like, Oh, here's what the cards are going to look like. And then you go grab a pack and you're like, Oh, did I get the card on the promo sheet? Like, I remember that being really fun and exciting. <laughs> and now with the way box breaks happen, so often now is that they happen on live streams when people are from like comic book stores or card yeah. shops, you know, and they get all these promos and boxes and they're just fl- flinging packs and boxes into recycling bins. Like, um, you know, like uh, our buddy, Al, uh, uh, Allie, who, you know, recycles all this stuff, you know, good for her. Um, cause a lot of these things don't get recycled, but it's just things that are just flying into yeah. a trash can, not boxes that we're flattening and putting in binders, not packs that we're putting away or keeping mm-hmm. one sealed packed. You know what I mean? There's a lot of textual things that are being lost in that experience yeah. now, unfortunately. And I do think there should be a nice way to accommodate that textual experience either in a digital way or, you know, even a PDF you can print out. You know what I mean? I mean, that would be crazy just to see like a schematic of the box art. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something just, and that doesn't cost, you know, that's a design price. And then you say, Hey, if you want to do the box art for your binder, click download. And then you have the box art on an eight by 10 laid flat. You know what I mean? In a cool way with like some official logos and stuff like that. We might not make your binders. But we'll give you the box. Our binders, we'll you, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But we might not make the binders, but we'll give you mm-hmm. officially produced front, spine, and back. Yeah. You can download as a high res PDF from our website. Look, any look, there are idiots on eBay that do those custom binders that are just copy and pasting those things on covers and spines and backs and typing up a little checklist. That's not anything that's difficult to do, you know, but getting that officially from upper deck as in PDF that people can print off, Mm -hmm. I think is so much better than buying some third rate thing off of eBay. You can kind of enjoy the binder experience without having a $20 shipping fee to ship you a binder which is what it comes down to, right? Because binders are very differently shipped than how they ship the cards. So they would have to change, you know, how they ship and stuff like that. But that's what to do next, man. That would be crazy awesome. Yeah. I think if, you know, if if there's a, if there's a barrier to binder production, then, you know, the, the, the quick, quick way to get something like that into a collector's hands would be, you know, for all those sets that you've released that haven't got binders, just, just get your graphics department because they're making astonishing graphics that have already been, Beautiful. I imagine, gone through the approval process, all the elements in them uh, for, for the banners on their websites and then for the little squares they use on social media, yeah. and all the different formats they go in, you know. Um, you know, my, I, I know it's not, I know it's not going to be the same for everything, but I know my experience of that is that once the elements are, and the concept is approved, you can usually get a little bit of latitude to, to change the format that it sits in before sending it off to final approval. You know? I think so, it's worth the work. Honestly, yeah. I think it's worth the work. And I think anybody who has real merit to them, like most of the designers at Upper Deck that do this work, would love to have a a shot at doing something creative as a binder. You know what I mean? Because I'm sure Mm. they're card people too. And, you know, they have that affiliation to those packs and stuff like that. And I'm sure they would love to have a shot at that. I don't know. It's exciting. You know, I know most of this episode sounds like, please bring it back and all this stuff. But I think it's, um, I think it's kind of fun to think about it in that way. I think it adds a little bit of a 
personal thing to yeah. unpack when people are already feeling pretty distrusting of prices and shipping and all mm-hmm. that other stuff. It, it makes it more of makes it less of a store and more of a place that you can kind of enjoy other things about it. You know what I mean? It's like a, like a website for a video game that comes out. You know what I mean? On those websites, they have wallpapers you can download. They have like internet games you can play before the game comes out. Yeah. There should be something like that for carts. I think it's important. Yeah, I think so. I'm, um, that said, I love my PMG. Oh, they're pretty. I didn't realize like I had, it's been such a hassle to find them because I only have like the one blue and run red right now. And now, now another blue that, you know, that was the only set that surfer had PMGs in. Yeah. So we're one, we're one each. We're one each. We're one each. No, no. You and I are the same. Yeah. Yeah, We're lucky. We're super lucky. Okay. Hopefully that'll stay that way for a little bit longer. I'm actually quite pleased that the um, metal X-Men universe it's such a long set title. I think I got that right. Um, is has got PMGs in because I know Black Cat won't be in there because it's an X Men set. So that's yeah, quite, yeah, 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 brilliant. Um, yeah, done. But I'm, I'm sure they're rubbing their hands with glee over the timing of that because that that the solicitation for that got dropped what four months ago, three months ago, four months ago. So we've always known PMGs were coming, but if you look at what the market's done, you know that product is going to be well. And it's a good price point too, right? Yeah. We have a price point on X Men Metal, don't we? I have no idea. I'm not even someone sure. Someone told when me it's they did. Yeah, someone pre-ordered it, and they were saying the price point, and I was pretty oh. surprised that it's not it's not very expensive. I didn't even know pre-orders were because uh, I've seen people posting. Let me double check. Pre-order. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Well, it, I'm sure. Yeah, it's let coming. me double check because maybe maybe I'm making that up. Um, but it, yeah, it's the one thing that, that Travis forgot to talk about. On <laughs> yeah, poor, that was fun. We I'll had such Travis, a blast. Um, <laughs> you know what? Let's just let's just blame Travis for everything from now. On. I love it. I, I get the feeling that he probably gets quite a sweet deal. So I think we should we should um, yeah make his life um, a little harder. I think it's so. Nice. Yeah, I don't, you know a bit of rough with the smooth. You know, you can't just go swanning around making trading cards and thinking that <laughs> that 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 you you you're you're it. I've got no idea what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> well, Ed Ed Webb is sold out on pre-orders. It said projected oh. release date was January 15th, so that oh. got pushed back. Okay, but so he got pushed back. There are no PMGs. There are some blast furnace stuff, buybacks, comic cuts, planet metal gold, parallels, original okay. sketch cards, all that kind of good. That shot shadow by. Oh no. There are PMGs. I was wrong. You, I remember you saying that. So there's yes. a green PMG to yes. 10. There's a red PMG number from 11 to 100, which is strange. And then it says the pink parallel. Might be the first time we see a pink PMG. That's kind of cool. The pink parallel. Isn't that the name for the ultra um, right-wing fascist division? of gay men who I've got no idea what I'm talking about. Anyway. um, (laughs) I've no idea what's going on in my head today. I've no idea what's going on in my head today. Oh, that was... (laughs) I think I need to stop talking and start thinking before I talk. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Anyway. That was I've gone pink. Speaking of pink parallels, I've gone pink. Can you see me? I'm blushing, dear. I've gone pink. Are you blushing? I've gone pink. I was looking up the release date. You're so funny. I've gone pink. No, I guess I was wrong. I could have sworn I saw it somewhere, but I guess I was wrong. 
Let me go to David Adams. David Adams. Yeah, Ed, 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 Ed sold out of pre-orders. And let me check some other places. But we can ask Dave, uh, Ed, what's going on? We can ask. We can ask. Um, so um, promos. I, yeah, I'd love a good promo. Um, I'm cherishing my Masterpieces uh, 2020 promo. Um, I'd like to think that because, and in fact, I'm pretty sure it happened. When I when I was looking on the, um, when someone announced it in the group, they sold out pretty quickly on the um, Beckett website. Now, I don't know if that's because they um, had already sold quite a few and it just so happened that was the last thing. But I, I have a feeling it probably sold out quicker because it had that promo in it. So surely it's a benefit to the people at Non-Sport Update and Beckett. Who I know Upper Deck have a really good relationship with. So, so yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see a few more. I think it's the way to do it. I'm not suggesting you do like six different promos for each set. A couple would be nice to chase. 25 at most, Um, I think. 25 at most. 25 at most. Yeah. (laughs) No, uh, either nine, 18, or 27, dear. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> that's right lovely yeah um and and that would that binder would me nice. up binder me up baby binder me up um and that's about it i've no idea who the artist go, in go. will be for this episode <laughs> because uh we've actually run out of fresh ones i need to put a call out for more um so we will Ew. we will we will reuse one a repurpose one, I should say, uh, from a fan favourite. Um, who knows who that Ooh. will be? Who knows who you heard at the top of this episode? Um, but I am extremely tempted to say, extremely tempted to say, that it's going. Oh boy, to he's putting be, it out there. That it's going to be Paul Hill. Paul Hill, because Paul Hill is a, Paul is Hill. a fellow, uh, like fellow English lot, friend of mine. Actually. Yeah, and we like Paul stuff. Um, so his um, the links. I can't remember the links to any of his his feeds or anything like that because, believe it or not, I don't commit that stuff to memory. Um, although there have been some scurrilous rumours abounding on the internet that I do do that and don't ignore anything that you read on the internet about me because chances are it's. Um, uh, true, uh, but I haven't memorized his social media. Especially feed, the arrest warrants. You can <laughs> you can find his social media links in the show notes, uh, and I will be tagging oh. him on the social posts for this very episode. Beautiful. I love That's about it. it. That's about it for this week, buddy. I don't think I've got anything else to tell you this week. I've got I've got a load of stuff. Coming I think we covered quite a lot. PMGs and promos. I PMGs love it. PMGs and promos. Um, a good ring is, to it. It is crazy out there at the moment, folks, as we alluded to in our hype train yes. episode. Um, so I guess be, I'd say... Be aware. Is, yeah, it, be aware. Be careful. Um, be nice to each other. Um, mm-hmm. It might be a bit weird to see this sudden spotlight on Marvel cards. Um but it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, and who knows where the chips will fall. Um, but yeah. Just and remember, you're always doing it right when you are enjoying collecting. Bingo, baby. Thanks for listening to the Marvel Card Collectors podcast. Visuals and tasting notes for each episode can be found on our Facebook page. You can subscribe and leave us a voicemail via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Please take a second to subscribe, like, and review our show wherever you get your podcasts. 
Our podcast can be found by Googling at the MCC pod, which will also find us on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Our Facebook community is at MCCW, Marvel Car Collectors Worldwide, and MMC, Marvel Masterpieces Collectors. The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin McLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists, and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time. And remember, it's a small hobby, but a fun one. Make mine Marvel and enjoy collecting. Bingo, baby. Bingo, baby. Bingo, baby. Can we have bingo, bingo baby, baby as a sign off? Binder me up and bingo, my. Yeah, we can do that. Sure. Bingo, baby. Bingo, baby. <laughs> bingo, baby. Sounds like an Australian uh, mammal. A bingo, baby. Dingo, baby. Yeah. <laughs> dingo ain't your baby. A dingo ain't my that. baby. I know that's um, bad. Yeah, I know. It is, it is bad. Was that Meryl Streep? It was, wasn't it? It is bad. Yeah. No, that was um, no, Seinfeld, Street. right? No, Did... Meryl Streep played her in the movie. A dingo oh, ain't my movie? baby. About... Right. So, a dingo ain't my oh, baby. No. Oh, is actual um it's based on a it's based on a true story um of a woman in australia um who um she was charged for murder uh, so if i go to do google and type in a dingo it immediately comes up a, a dingo ate my baby um so basically there's a a woman who was camping in australia um and uh, she was staying near Ayers rock which is now called uluru um it's got its aboriginal name back um oh, and nice. um basically the, the mother was put on trial because they reckoned she'd murdered the baby but turns out oh. uh, a dingo uh, uh took it and oh, uh and, and meryl street played the mother in the 1988 movie a cry in the dark which oh. also i believe had dennis quaid in i want to say uh, but anyway love dennis quaid. i think seinfeld also did some riff on it which is Parrot. Oh, okay yeah. that's harsh then man what a horrible yeah. thing to joke about <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah no she went to prison for it and, and everything it's a really wow. really famous australian case that's horrible what a um, horrible thing to happen to that poor woman i know but you know what i'm still Jesus. recording so until next time enjoy collecting people <laughs> bye everybody <laughs> <laughs>